Hello and welcome to the Daily Reprieve Podcast, where the sexaholic or sex addict can find experience, strength, and hope from those that have traveled this road ahead of us. This episode is produced in the spirit of the 12th step to carry the message to other sexaholics. Every effort has been made to remove full names of the speakers in these recordings. This is done in order to follow the 11th tradition regarding anonymity at the level of press, radio, television, and film. This podcast is self-supporting through contributions. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and would like to support The Daily Reprieve, please do so by going to GoFundMe.com, search for The Daily Reprieve, and click on Donate Now. Without further ado, please enjoy today's Daily Reprieve. Thank you, Brendan. Well, just before I go, just before I go, I will say, you know, because I, you know, this, this is, this, I, I, I propose this is really, really important. It'd be good to talk about how this can be used, not just in, you know, as, um, what do you call it? You know, the one year thing off a year, but how can it be used on a more regular basis? And is there a possibility of, you know, I know Seiko have an account, but is there a possibility of having an account which would be available when conventions are on, um, when regional groups want to have meetings and other things that could help to sort of support the use, more use of like Zoom, something like this, but for regions where they won't have the money to, to put it up themselves, like sort of the Asia Pacific group or whatever. So could we have a sort of a national or an international account, which we could then make available to different regions for use different times. I just throw that out there and now I'll leave you and I'll hear what you all come to at a later stage. Thanks for the Thank you, Ren. Nicholas, you're looking with the suit. Is it me? You want me to start? I said you look great with your suit. No, you're still two minutes early. Well, thank you very much. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm here at the Vatican at a, uh, a, a prestigious uh, conference, which I managed to sneak into, and nobody's uh, no broken my cover so far. <laughs> at least until you stand up and open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Which I did yesterday. Right. You mentioned earlier. Well, um, so today it's just a in a sense and and influential people talking in terms of the of the just getting involved in things as it is to recover from addiction is not just business. Um, the church wants to be the place where addicts go when they've recovered and they want to have religion. Um, but uh, they don't have the tools to deal with addiction and I think that addicts would take on a merry dance, really. You know, you know what we are, manipulative, controlling. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, really, we're our last session. Yeah, well, it's the second second last session, and we're going to talk about technology in um, recovery. And um, 
And I, I think it would, be, it would be great if maybe you, you know, me, me, you and Sri could each speak for like 10 minutes or so. We'll each take a turn. You, you, you start. Okay. Um, and then, you know, then we'll have a little good discussion about it. Okay. We're good. Okay, so I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute everyone else. That's what I'm muted. And we can get going. Okay, so you start, Nicholas. Thank you. Okay, very good. So I'm just going to ask you just to stay muted, but just to join me in the third step prayer. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them. May bear witness to those I would help, that thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. Uh, yeah, oh, I needed that. Um, I, I haven't been able to participate in as much of this um, as I would like to have done, but I have been able to dip it out. And I, I have been struck by how much, you know, it is a step beyond what we did with Geek Camp last year. And I echo what Brendan said. And I, want to say particularly thank you to, to Bruno uh, for his leadership, to Svi, Daniel for their technical support, and to Marsha and Eric for, their, um, you know, for the promotional side of the thing. Uh, I, 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 technology has been very important in my, um, in my recovery. My first service appointment was as a secretary of the first um, email group, SANet, where we went from being about a, dozen, a half a dozen of a dozen to being a hundred members and moving on to a list server that you know um my whole life really has been about communication and communications and um and so it's been natural i suppose that i've kind of gravitated into this area and i've used technology to great advantage now i'm very pleased to say i got i got sexually before the internet so i've actually never seen internet pornography thank god you know and if i did you know the computer would be out because it's that you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not joking. This is, this, this will kill me. And so it would have to go. But um, I do know people have been able to, you know, recover from internet pornography and after a period of abstinence of some kind, being able to re-engage with the technology in a, in a healthy kind of way. And I think that's what I'm, that's what interests me is how can this technology be used in a healthy way to, to carry the message? Because and it's one of those Bill Bill W talked about in AA that that you know using this modern technology because he was talking about the telephone but you know we've gone on a lot further than that how do we use this technology to carry the message to the addict now because so many people are addicted to pornography the chances are when they finally bottom out they're going to search on the internet for uh, recovery for 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 help for a solution. And, and that's why you know the essay website is so important and why it's such a wonderful thing. We finally got out of the dinosaur age with our website. We've got a really nice website now. And also we're doing these kinds of things. We've got Zoom meetings, we've got telephone meetings, we've got Skype meetings um, and and now you know the internet marathon. What happened last year is eyes were eyes were opened in an important way that we could use this technology in a really positive and loving kind of way to actually build our sense of, of togetherness and to um, and to overcome that sort of natural embarrassment about appearing you know you know on on video because um, 
I know that was a bit of a struggle for me, but I, you know, I got over it now. So I, I prefer actually myself, I prefer telephone meetings because they, they, they land concentrate. I'm not so distracted by, you know, people's images, you know, and, uh, uh, but um, I know that some people really like. Try not to move the computer around too much because we're getting feedback every time you touch a computer. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, uh, so uh, that uh, you know, it's, it's you know, each man for his own poison, really. But the thing is that there's no question in my mind that the technology can be used safely. Uh, and I just say just a particular word for the WhatsApp group. It's something that sort of came across last year while, while organizing Geek Camp. But it, it's proved to be extremely helpful for sort of creating a, a single sort of channel focused on a particular service activity. Um, really strong for that. Uh, Google Docs, which of course we pioneered before um, with EMA, was a, a region that, that basically you know, ran itself on Google Docs, and uh, that was extremely successful as well. And, and yeah, I suppose when I think about it, I've been privileged to be involved in, in most of these things. I also wrote a long time ago now the, the internet strategy for, uh, or I suggest, proposed internet strategy for SA. And I'm glad to see now that a number of the elements that were recommended back then are in place. There are more, there's more to go. There's a lot more to go. I still, um, I'm still, disappointed by the fact that if you type sex addiction into uh, or, or sexaholics anonymous into um, uh, uh, into a search engine we don't always come up first sex addicts anonymous have got I don't know what they've got some high-priced help on their uh, search engine optimization or whatever but they 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 are really up there and uh, we're not always you know so uh, there's there's still you know still a lot of work to be done um, the other thing I suppose about technology is, is, well, I needed SA when I was 13 years old. I was, I was, I was completely out of control with acting out with myself. Uh, I, I desperately needed a solution and I was, I, I tried self-hypnosis, I tried boxing, wearing boxing gloves, I tried uh, swearing, you know, with a solemn oath and going to confession every week and nothing was working. If, if there had been a resource on the internet like the uh, European EMA website, which has loads and loads of, uh, of, of amazing resources on it. I would have, I'd have been, you know, straight onto that, reading the stories. And of course, I mean, SA doesn't have, uh, as it doesn't, it doesn't provide face-to-face -face facilities for um, uh, for for young people, but um, on the internet. Of course, you know, everything is in the public domain, so people can make use of those resources and so on and get whatever benefits they, they, they can from them. You know, I mean, there's a, you know, the whole of the step workshop is on the internet. People can download it. They can listen through. They can work through with the workbook and so on. So all they really need is somewhere to do their fifth step with. Uh, and, uh, and they can actually work through the rest of the steps knowing just simply that they're powerless, you know, from from the very from the very beginning. So I, uh, I hope that as time goes on, we'll these these tools will develop. We will we will actually have some kind of um, uh, an online app where you can actually work through the steps, you know, in, in, using electronic media. Have the whole thing on your computer or whatever, a special lock on it, so nobody else can can see it. And um, 
and the sky's the limit. We, we're, we're, with this, what we're doing here with the, with the Intet Marathon is, is real pioneering in, in terms of 12-step fellowships. I don't, I don't think, I think we were the first 12-step fellowship to have an international internet marathon like this, you know, and that's fantastic. So I just want to encourage us to keep on moving along, uh, always being conscious of the fact that there are some people who, for, at least for a period of time, aren't going to be able to use the internet at all because they just can't do that safely, and that's okay. Um, uh, and that perhaps brings me to my last point, which is that um, uh, I am monitoring my own behavior around my smartphone. Now, it's not that I'm going to look at pornography, but I know that I'm using it too much. And, and I know that there is a, um, a peace, a serenity, a, um, a sense of connectedness to my higher power, which is possible if I just get my face out of my smartphone. And um, so this, I think for me, could be part of the next, uh, the next horizon, really. And the fact that I didn't get much involved with, the, the, um, with this, um, this year's marathon, I think is, again, part of the same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, getting towards the end of my, um, my time on Earth, and I want to spend more time with my higher power and less, less, less time with bits and bytes, I think. Um, this cannot, cannot and can never be a substitute for the real connection. Um, but it's, you know, it, 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 is, it is amazing what it can do. Uh, that sense of fellowship which we felt at the end of Geek Camp last year, I feel it again you know, this year. Uh, that, you know, it, it's just amazing. You know, I'm just looking at your faces. I know most of you I've met, you know, and uh, had happy, happy memories of, and here I can see you um, and, and feel, feel as close as I can be, even though I'm, uh, you know, a thousand miles away or 10,000 miles away. So I, I guess that that's all I'd like to say. That's 10, 10 minutes up. Um, if, uh, if afterwards anyone wants to ask any questions, I'll be happy to stay on the line and to hear what Daniel and we have to say. Thank you. Thanks, Nicholas. Sri, um, do you want to go next or you want me to go next? Uh, good question. I'm still waking up. I think you go next. Okie dokie. Um, hi, my name is Daniel. I'm a grateful recovering sexaholic. Um, coming, up, coming up to two years sober, uh, which is an absolute miracle. Uh, for me, the real miracle is that not only have I not done a lust search in the past, coming on to two years, um, in, uh, in 18, 17, 16 days, it'll be two years. Not only have I not done a lust search in the past two years, but I have not been compelled once to do a last search in the past two years. And um, I was absolutely, completely and utterly powerless over internet pornography. Um, it was uh, one of my biggest MOs and nothing I could do, I could shake it. I could not shake internet pornography. Uh, but once I'd hit my bottom and I decided that recovery was going to be uh, the most key important thing in my life, um, everything went away. Um, it just disappeared overnight, which is an absolute miracle. Um, in fact, I did put 
some kind of a filter on my computer on day one because I didn't trust myself. Um, not a filter. I put a, um, well, I, I had my wife filter my handheld device um, uh, in the simple fashion. You put a code in and then you change it to restricted sites only in Apple. And she promptly forgot that password. So um, that was it until I, re- until I reformatted the phone entirely and had to rebuild it from scratch a year later because it was too annoying. Uh, there were certain, like, uh, certain unsubscribe links I, used, I, had to, I had to click that wouldn't let me go. <laughs> I just wanted to unsubscribe. Um, uh, and on my, uh, on my desktop computers, I put a, um, I put a, uh, you know, this uh, Covenant Eyes software, which basically sends every single click in, whatever it is you make, not only to your, uh, to your designated partner, but also, you know, to their servers. And I run, you know, I run sensitive businesses and it kind of uh, freaked me out. It slowed down my computers and it just wasn't. And then of course they didn't really fully understand. I mean, uh, you know, one of my, one of my professions, I work in the publishing industry in the news publishing industry, and I have to go to different various websites. And when you go to a website, they drop 400 cookies into your cache. And so on the first report that she got, there were some, a couple of really strange cookies that had nothing to do with me. And she said, what are you going to? And I said, okay, this is really not working. It's throwing down my computer and it's sending things to her that I'm kind of freaking out that have nothing to do with me. So I removed it all, and I said I made and I made a, a um, even though packs don't work in the short term uh, or in any term, it's all about having a relationship with my higher power. I said if this becomes a problem, then I will have to take a much more drastic step. And to this day, uh, may it last one day at a time. I, I, I haven't been um, I haven't been compelled. Now I, I think a large part of that for me. Uh, so just to give you a bit of background, I, um, I am a technology junkie in case anybody knows me or sees me around. Um, uh, I am glued to a screen 97% of the time. Uh, I, I, uh, I go from my iPhone to my computers, to my iPads to sleep and then back to my iPhone and then back to my computers and back to my iPad. Um, I do have the blessing of being uh, of, of, of having the the religious Jewish Sabbath, so I have a full twenty five hours screen free, and I don't have any withdrawal from that. That uh, it, back back in the day, uh, you know, in my uh, in, uh, fifteen years ago when I was very busy with work, and one of my main emotions was workaholism. Those twenty four hours were very very difficult for me, but for me now it's an absolute pleasure to turn those screens off. Um, and I don't, I'm so ensconced in technology. I don't know how, you know, I mean, it's all just levels of escape for me. You know, it's all just extra filters of escaping. But uh, for me, I try and escape um, into recovery. That's my current escape. Um, um, technology plays a massive, massive part of my recovery. I have a network of, I can reach five, six, 700 sexaholics with the click of a few buttons on my WhatsApp. That WhatsApp um, connection that I have uh, to all these different groups that I'm in, and I have the privilege also of admining, actually keeps me connected constantly to recovery. Constantly. That means that when I wake up in the morning, I'm reading people's struggles, I'm reading people's victories, I'm reading people's messages. It's like I'm actually in a meeting 24 hours a day. And that is the power of technology for me. Um, the uh, the other the other side of it for me is also the um, uh, one of my other hobbies is uh, building 
building up a, a massive cache data database of recovery material and putting it online for everyone else to, to access it. Um, and that's a service uh, that I'm privileged to be able to do just with the click of a finger. You guys might have noticed before um, that the uh, files were shared of um, of uh, what of uh, what's his name. Uh, meetings in prisons, recovery shares. And the moment I saw a link with MP3 files, I immediately clicked it, downloaded it, put it into the Dropbox, put it into the drive, filed it, and it's there. And that's how I work. The moment I get new recovery material, I jump on it and throw it up for everyone to listen to. And uh, I'm sure there's literally a few years of listening material there for me um, and for everyone. Um, and, I, you know, I, and it's very important for me, you know, when I go, when I find myself driving, um, long distances or getting on a plane, I'll download a bunch of audios um, from the from the cloud, and uh, and I can just connect. You know, um, we also have several different meeting WhatsApp groups. We have a we've had a step meeting that Shim, who's talking right now on Channel A, he he started at the beginning of the year, going through one step a month. There's been amazing messages there. And the truth is that uh, I haven't actually had a chance to listen to most of the voice notes, but they're all going to get compiled into a folder and they're going to be accessible for everyone to listen to, to this amazing workshop that we had online for a year, going through the steps and people sharing their experience, strength and hope on each step. Um, so um, finally, the, the, the opportunity to be, uh, I guess, an integral part I mean, the truth is that the people don't realize it, but uh, I mean, I I understand from a macro level, but I don't have a clue how to actually implement technology. And that means that without uh, the hooded uh, the hooded cookie monster sipping his coffee over there, Mister Three, I would not. Uh, we would not have this. We, we would not have this up. Uh, even with a little bit of documenting, it's just a reality. This the whole, you know, I'm, I'm proud to have been able to push the agenda of Zoom because Zoom really has been an absolute success. Um, in fact, we can thank the Zoom creators and the technology that they've created just nearly as, nearly as much as Sweet, who tied it all together because they've, man, they've, they've enabled us to have an incredibly smooth um, you know, the, 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 this channel shutting down uh, 30 minutes ago was the first hiccup we had. And who knows who pressed which button? It's not important. What's important is that within 13 seconds, everybody was still back in there. Running. The, the show was running. It's still recording. You know, the magic of technology. So I think that, you know, it's like everything. Um, you know, um, everything in this world we can use for the good and we can use for the bad. Um, and we can ex- we we can abuse, and we can exploit, but we can also you know take the best from it. And and, and of course you know in that nature, everything in this world is created by God. Um, he's running the show, and uh, technology is a very key important part of um, of where I think the world is going to, and where we're connecting to. And there is that uh, that other side to it that you know that our kids and and us we are glued to that smartphone. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of downsides to that. Um, on the other hand, the global connectivity that's happening, that's making us not only in SA, but in the world into a global community is, the, I think, a key part of the evolution of society. Um, but I'm not going to start talking about sociology and, and the traditions. That's my third favorite topic. 
maybe one day I'll compile a full hour talk on that um, and, um, and and get into the uh, the power of the traditions on 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 on, um, on at a sociological level. But uh, anyway, so to wrap up, um, you know, the the reality is that you know, I say this often, I wouldn't be the technical um, guru that I am today if it wasn't for pornography. You know, pornography taught me how to manipulate the computer exactly as I need it. Uh, it taught me how to, you know, get out of every single mess that I brought the computer into. You know, um, I had fr- fr- friends would always go to me to fix their Windows problems. You know, little did they know that I knew all of this because of pornography. And and at the same time, you know, that enabled me to have my businesses and to, to get my success. And um, and everything, you know, in, in the long run, it's like God, God has this greater plan. And that greater plan for me was to join to, to join a recovery community that has meaning. Uh, and, I'm, and and for that, I'm very grateful to all of you and to SA for uh, for being a part of that, um, and to be able to exploit that usage of technology now for the good uh, for the good of spreading the message, and for the good of uh, staying sober myself, uh, which is where it all begins. So on that note, I'll pass to Tzvi, and I thank you all. Thank you, Daniel. Well, now I feel like I should have spoken first. Like that would have gone up. No, kind of like well, let anyone and let anyone down. Anyway, I'm Sven. I'm a sexaholic from New York. I'm gratefully sober today. I'm sober since uh, 2015, June 2015. Um, good to see you all. Um, yeah, as you can see out my back window, it's very dark outside. I slept for about two and a half hours, so I'm still uh, waking up. Um, I have, yeah, I'm I'm a geek. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I've been breaking computers since I was a little kid. Um, obviously, my my uh, most of my not most, pretty much my my all of my at least pornographic um, career has been, you know, online to the computer, etc. Parents' computer, my smartphone. Um, filtered smartphone or not filtered smartphone um, I can't say that I learned how to use computers due to pornography that is not my story but um, I definitely was you know um, the computer is very much a big part of my life something that I my parents got a computer when I was eight years old, something like that. I don't remember exactly. And I was heavily attracted to it from day one. Um, and I think that pornography didn't come right away then. That only came later. Um, but I was really strongly attracted to the computer. And um, I remember being a kid, my parents got a printer, this or that, and I set it up. And it was just something I was good at, you know. I don't know. It's talent God gave me. It was something I'm good at. Something that I enjoy doing. Um, I've had I've had filters. I've, uh, I still have, you know, some places. 
um, a particular challenge for me is I'm actually in this business. I'm in the technology business. So, I mean, just in front of me now, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven computers just right here. Um, and they rotate quickly and a lot. So it's not really reasonable for me to have a filter on every single one and always it's just, just, it's just not realistic. It's not going to happen. So I had to reach, I, I, I just, I had to get, and this is what I do for a living. I mean, this, this is a big part of my life. So, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Nicholas says he, he would just, there would be no computer. I, I, I don't know if I would be able to do that or not. I'd like to say that. Yes, but honestly, I don't know if I'd be able to, you know, if I can't stay off the internet, if I can't, you know, use a computer without acting out, would I give up my computer? I don't know if I would. I'd like to think that I would go to any length, but I don't honestly know if I would. Um, like I said, my computer is, I mean, it's fat. I'm actually pretty good about screen time, meaning when I come home, I leave my phone in the other room while I have dinner with my wife, I, you know, or or, I'm, or I may have it in my pocket, but I don't, I'm pretty good about not taking it out, but but it is a very big part of my life. I mean, it's my it's what I it's what I do for a living. It's it's a very big part of my life. Um, uh, anyway, so once I and, and by and now once I joined the program a couple of years ago, um, I, I guess I just started getting involved in different things. In, you know, for some local intergroup, um, we've had some, um, I guess by nature, I like, I like helping out. I don't know. It's just how I am naturally. Not something that I actually worked on or anything. It's just the way I am. The way God created me. Um, we've had, you know, we, we had our local intergroup. We did, you know, we put up a TV on the wall and then we had like a little computer that would, you know, change automatically depending if it's, you know, what, what shows on a screen, you know, whether it's during a meeting or, not or it'll say you know the door is closing in a half hour or we put in like automated locks on the door to the meeting room because we actually rent that room it's not in the church it's an office building we rent it um and the door locks automatically 30 minutes after the meeting so the tv actually shows the door will be locking you know at this time get out um and stuff like that um and those are stuff that i i implemented um based on there was a need for it but that was a um, I do, I host and, um, uh, maintain our local intergroup website as well as the Emer website. Uh, even though I don't really actually do web development, that's not really what I particularly enjoy. Um, but something I know how to do somewhat. Um, and you know, from, you know, Emer actually paid me. That's not service that I mean, they pay me for that. Um, but my local intergroup is just part of, you know, it's, it's part of me, part of me participating, part of me, part of me staying sober is, is, is getting involved. And the, the, for me, there's also a balance of, because I have my, I have my fingers in a lot of different pies. And there's a balance of making sure that other people are aware of what's going on, how things work. Um, what we call the bus factor, in, at least the technology community is, you know, if a bus were to knock me down, or in our case, if I were to lead program, what then? You know, so for us, that was, that was something that's really important. That anything that we create an account in, or anything either documented or 
or, or someone else knows, you know, how it works and stuff like that. So something, if I were to leave program, God forbid, I don't intend to, um, someone can take over. Um, and then last year, um, last year, camp happened and it was pretty awesome. Um, I get, I don't, I, I, and I had no idea who Nicholas was or anyone really, any, anyone in this room. But the Yitzhar sends me a WhatsApp, invited me to a WhatsApp group. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Um, Yitzhar is the king of WhatsApp groups. Um, and I get into the group and, and somehow I got involved. And it blew my mind because I'm used to our little local, you know, we have a, well, not so little, we have a pretty big fellowship in my, you know, our town alone has over 100 participants. In essay, but it was, um, and I, you know, I, I was joined Key Camp, and it was, you know, we had six months of prepping, and you know, probably two, three months in the middle where I wasn't doing much. But towards the end, I'm, I'm, I tend to wake up, you know, two weeks before, and I'm like, oh, we got to get this done. Let's do it. Nicholas will remember that uh, he couldn't find me for a few weeks, um, or not. <laughs> um, but I get things done at the end. <laughs> just takes too long sometimes. Um, but I got to meet all these people and it, it blew my mind. And so the rest of the, and then, um, then to the, after that, after geek camp until, until now, the WhatsApp groups and this and that. And I tend to leave WhatsApp groups. It's for me, it's distraction more than anything else. I can have one or two, but I can't, I can't handle more than that. Cause I'm always, if my phone buzzes, I need to know what, why it buzzed. So I have, you know, I've had like notifications on only for this group, only for that, only things that are important because it drives me crazy. But at the same time, there's this balance of, you know, being involved. And it's, um, I've gotten to, you know, know and meet a bunch of different people, you know, Daniel, Nicholas, Bruno, Brendan, Eric. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And um, it's all, you know, I've gotten to know all these people due to technology and, it's not that there's something wrong with my local intergroup. I love my local intergroup and we have great people here, but there is something so much more powerful when I realized that, Oh my God, this is a worldwide thing. I was in, in, you know, if, if I was in Houston, Texas, I'm, so I'm in New York. I went to Texas for work about three weeks ago. Um, and I looked up, I, I, I went to, I went to, you know, I went to the single site and I found the meetings in Houston and, and I went to the meeting. Now, First of all, the fact that I can do that online is awesome. I can just go wherever I am, just go look it up. I don't have to even call Central Office. I can just look up their website and find it. Um, and on the flip side, I, before we camp, I probably would never have even done that. I, I would have been, I don't know who's there, what kind of people, who am I going to see? But I got exposed to this, you know, this is like it's a global fellowship, and I can relate to all of them. I hear I've heard people from all over the world talking, and I'm like, oh, I feel the same way. I've heard people from Iran who, you know, in theory, I should like not want to have anything to do with. I mean, look, I'm an Orthodox Jew. That guy's an Arab. We don't get along, right? How can we talk? But I listen to that guy sharing. I listen to the guy being vulnerable and we're, we're the same. There's nothing. I don't care who or what he is. It's just, he's a sex addict. I'm a sex addict. That's the end of it. Um, and for me, that was the big, I think the biggest benefit of this technology was really just we're all the same and it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what gender, what color, what race, what you have the same problem I have. And for me that was really, really eye opening that connection. Um and uh, 
like like Daniel said, Zoom was a real game changer last year. So Zoom was really only one part of it. Zoom is what the actual conversation takes place, but then there's also the different parts that tie it together and then make it visible on the website and all that. So last year we had all the different parts that were similar, but we used Jitsi instead of Zoom. Um, and that turned out not to function very well once we got past like 15, 10, 15 people or so. Um, and Zoom in that case has been incredible um, and it's really solid. Um, and even though Daniel, not, Daniel and I fought about it, I agree that Daniel was right. Uh, <laughs> and I rambled on long enough. And uh, yeah, thanks for letting me share. Great. Thank you, Svi. Um, I'm Nicholas Sexwag. I just, come, just thought of just one more thought, which I'd be pleased to hear your, your, your thoughts on, uh, Daniel and, and Svi and anyone else as well, is that what Brendan suggested, that this should be more available more on a more regular basis. And I, I think, I actually would argue for that not to happen. No reason why the technology can't be used for other sorts of events and so on. But to have one international internet marathon once a year means that it's a special thing. Um, you know, I say, if all the year we're playing holiday, the sport would be as tedious as to work. When they seldom come, they wished for come, and nothing pleaseth but rare accident. That's a quote from Shakespeare, basically saying that, you know, if we just make things commonly available, people lose their interest. And, and I can say I've seen this again and again in SA. Uh, for instance, FEMA has launched various initiatives which have been very popular for a short period of time. And then they've sort of tailed off. They've lost their, lost their, you know, they lost their shine and so on. So I would, I would argue, I would, I would vote in favor of, of keeping this as an annual event. But yes, the technology has been spin off in, in, into, into other similar kinds of events. Uh, and, and that's really, what I wanted to say. Um, I'm also going to have to drop off this call because I am in a, in a conference which I'm, you know, come out of specially to, to participate. So, um, you know, if anybody's got a question that they specifically want directed in my direction, um, I'll, I'll stay for the next sort of 10 minutes and then I'm going to drop off the call with love. Thanks. I, I would just, I would say I kind of agree with you um, that, you know, doing it more often would be, you know, uh, but I, and I agree with you that using the technology to use to, to do specialist, you know, three-hour events, although obviously you have to, you know, spread the word, but it's not that difficult. It's, uh, you know, um, just once in a while is not a bad idea, you know, going off on tangents. But, yeah, in terms of a 24-hour kind of bigger, I think once a year international conference is a good idea. Um, you know, I mean, Luke mentioned that they have 300 people signed up for the spare, for the Spanish International Convention, you know we had over thirteen hundred people come through the website in the past twenty four hours and um, eight hundred signups. So um, you know the the, cap the capability and the capacity that we have online is obviously much bigger. Um, but it is unfortunately, you know, it's an it's an internet event, and a lot of sexaholics can't go near the internet. Um, especially in early sobriety. So that, you know, that message will be spread far and wide through the recordings of everything we've done today. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, you know, and, and I think there's also different angles, you know, for example, giving the Essendons a platform 
to kind of cloning this for them as a service for them to have their own, you know, little afternoon or whatever it is, um, you know, uh, their, their own little marathon. Um, that's one idea that I had. Yeah. Um, and yeah, kind of workshops, you know, using this for workshops. I, I, I love the platform here in channel B. I haven't, I was barely in channel B because I was basically moderating channel A the whole night. Um, but, um, you know, we basically had 20 to 30 people basically most of the time in this room, and it's been very organized, unlike last year where it was just constant, you know, banging and shouting. It's really been, you know, people raise their hands. It's a great platform, and I think we can do a lot with that. Brendan uh, did a great job. Yeah, Brendan did a great job as well, of course, yeah. Anything to add to that, Sweet? I mean, I know that you want to really do a weekly 24-hour sim. <laughs> no, I think once a year is just fine. And I, I agree with what Nicholas said. You got to, you know, like you said, you can't do vacation every day. Otherwise, it ain't vacation. You know? um, it, it's just not the way it works. It worked for me for the past 42 years. Yeah, well, you're different, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, vacation every day, but it's a joke. As far as, I mean... And I think Brendan, what he actually said was, I thought it sounded like he actually meant that we should have an account open for if anyone wants to use it, Zoom. I mean, that's that's the financial thing, right? This Zoom costs money; it's not free. I mean, I'd be happy to keep one of these accounts open as a service to 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 to, to, to us, you know, and keep. You know, there's no reason why not. It's only fifteen bucks a month, right? Um, it's right. a good idea. Um, and then at some point, you gotta. I mean, logistics, put it this way, logistics or something like that can get complicated really fast. No, but it's one of the things I actually wanted to do was I wanted to make a WhatsApp group, uh, which is a pop-up meeting that anybody can call a meeting anytime. Um, and you just need two people to make a meeting. And, the, you know, you have, you have a general Zoom, you, you know, in, in, it's pinned in the WhatsApp group. This is the Zoom link for the meeting. And, you know, anybody who needs a meeting can just go in there. I, mean, I think it would be probably a, a filter, filter capacity WhatsApp group. You know, no sharing. You can, you know, just call for a, just call for a meeting. Um, and if you, you know, it's, it's, like, it's, level, it's the next level after a share, right? We have all these, uh, you know, uh, reaching out groups, but that's just because people just need to share. But sometimes people want a, want a meeting or, you know, pop-up meeting. I'd like, you know, I want to make a meeting in an hour. Who would like to join? Um so yeah, that's another one of my ideas there. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do that WhatsApp group. That's, e- that's easy. That's the easiest part. Nicholas might even join that one, and that's rare. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to prove my WhatsApp. <laughs> Yeah. No, oh, fantastic. Any anyone else got on the call got any sort of thoughts of how you know technology might further help to carry message? I wonder yeah. if Bruno can add something. Bruno, Bruno. Uh, good morning, oh, Bruno. Bruno. Hey, good morning. Good morning. We're talking about how technology can uh, assist our fellowship. Wondering if you have any any thoughts to add to that. Um. It might be too early in the morning for that. I think you're in the yeah, same time zone as me, you know? <laughs> yeah, this has been, uh, this has been tremendous. And uh, 
my idea was uh, you were, you were talking to kind of about you know how how often they have this and kind of joking about it, um, but um, <clears throat> you know I could see something like uh, twice a year something kind of split the difference between um, the January and the July international conventions as a way to because obviously there's tons of of people so many members around the world who are participating in this that will will really never have an opportunity to participate in um, the face-to-face international conventions. And, you know, why not, why not give all of them, uh, or really all of us, a twice a year opportunity, just like the uh, face-to-face conventions offer um, a lot of the people that like to attend those. Um, um, but... You know, just because this is new and getting up off the ground, there's there's a lot of hard work and there's a lot of drama, um, a lot of intensity around kind of getting this thing organized, figuring it out and promoting it. But I could see at this point, because a number of us have already been talking about, you know, this building effect with uh, 957 uh, people who have registered so far for this. Um, that this just builds, you know, so we're building off the 550 that the first that the geek camp had. And, um, next year, you know, when they have it, it's going to be even more people registering and people are just going to come to expect it. Um, so it'd be really nice to, you know, from, from the back end of things, from the, uh, from the behind the scenes perspective that it become more boilerplate. Just kind of uh, real easy to set up. Obviously, Zoom offers a great platform, very stable, reliable, robust. Um, so that'd be kind of it'll it'll be interesting to see how it develops. I I uh, was really hoping that they had a specific date for next year's sim event, so we could promote it at this year's event. But I see this evolving into something that's just uh, a part of the landscape of, of essay. Um, and I think it, you know, it's exciting. It's, and it's weird because I know, um, you know, we've got tons of, of recorded talks that people can listen to all the time. And, and, you know, we listen to those on our phones and our computers. And um, so, you know, what's the big deal of, of, why are we sitting here so excited about this 24 hour period listening to people? It's just that personal connection that, that live kind of urgency immediacy about it. That uh, it's because it's people, people connecting um, face to face. And uh, you know, it's, it's uh, kind of magical how, how uh, impactful that is. Um, so, yeah, I'm very happy to be here, very happy to be a part of this uh, growing movement and, and can't wait to see how it continues to evolve in the coming uh, years. So that a pass. Yeah, I agree. The, just the, there is a magic just with everything, you know, all the different people and everything is really mind-blowing. And I, I came home uh, – yesterday from so we started i'm in eastern town we started at about seven in the morning and i came home at 
six o'clock in the, about six thirty in the afternoon from my office. Now it's pretty much on on sim the entire day with you know having to run out a little bit here and there. But I was on sim pretty much the entire day, and I came home. I was just pumped. I was like, it was, I was, I, I was like, I had like five, six cups of coffee, and my wife felt like she commented on it. I was in a good mood. I was, you no, know, and it's, you know, um, who's I think Daniel mentioned it yesterday. It's like taking, you know, recovery in a syringe and just going, just shooting it up. You know, there's something so powerful about that. It's really amazing. Um, if anyone wants to ask any questions or just make any comments, the floor is open and you're free to do so. Go for it. You have to unmute yourself, Bill. Or I can do it for you. Hey, Bill, talk. You're unmuted. Yeah, I'm right. Um, yeah, the, I don't know about the technology, uh, how it would work, but the concept of having a line like this open that different people could jump on if it's suited. When there's, we all have times when you think, oh shit, I need to talk to someone now. Um, and the face to face talk could work quite well. Um, I, I run a Skype meeting uh, here in Australia on Thursday mornings. And we get people on from uh, America and, and uh, Italy and Greece and uh, all over the place. Um, and it, it, it's sort of, I find it fascinating uh, that it can, can do, you know, you're able to sort of reach people so easily from around the world. Um, but as I said, I, I don't know how the technology would work. But this concept, if there was like a, a gateway that was just always open. There might only be two people from the world on it. There might be ten people. There might be a hundred people. Um, the cost is obviously a thing of keeping the line open, and, and I don't understand the technology. But wouldn't it be awesome if just at any time of the day you think I need to talk to someone and just press a button and bang, there's somebody there to talk to. Um, it might be just sitting talking to someone. Uh, am I? Yeah. Like, is that a possibility? <laughs> that's what that's what Brendan brought up, and that's what Daniel said. Maybe he'll do something like that, you know, visit with the WhatsApp group or something. So, um, the WhatsApp group will essentially have just one link. You click on it, and you're in. Something like that. Yeah. It's definitely an idea. It has to be implemented, but it's an idea, and it seems to be people seem to have an interest. Nicholas, uh, Nicholas is going to go, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, I must go to the next session now. God bless you all. Thank you so much once again. Great seeing Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, um, the future's... The future, the possibilities are, are mind-boggling, really, of what can be done uh, or what will be able to be done in the future uh, in that respect because it's, it's... I mean, I've been working hard all day and I've been waiting for this and I, I, I haven't eaten all day, I've had a massive day at work and I just sort of sat down quietly and had something to eat and then I'm sort of listening to the meeting and it, it, it's really yeah, it's entertaining, it's good um, I enjoyed it Yeah, I agree Anyone else want to say something?
Hey, it's Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, yeah, just, uh, yeah, it was really great. I, I really enjoyed it so much yesterday. We had such a good time. Um, our local meeting worked really well, and the guys there got great, you know, we got a great lift out of it. Um, that was very, that was really cool, just to be able to beam art into our meeting and then share it all out to the, you know, to the wider to the to the same that was that was fantastic and the quality of the picture was so good it was like art was just sitting there with us in the meeting you know um so that was good and then i heard in uh, in um, england they had a group of about 10 guys get together um so the hubs worked really well i thought that was lovely you know people kind of gathering together and a few people um so just to like encourage that i think that's that's really cool that we have little hubs the the sim circles or whatever you call them, um, and uh, yeah, it was lovely to hear the old timers. I mean, I really just Sylvia just was so you know so just endearing or something to hear. It's like you know she's you know she was saying like like the week before. I don't know if I can do this. This is, we don't have that much technology. We don't really use it. My we used Skype once last year or something. The next thing. Here she is on the screen and talking away in her French here. And then it was just like, wow, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, I, I had a lovely, it was a beautiful experience. Really the whole thing worked so, so easily. I think that was a great thing. Um, and I suppose it's, 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 I think, to, you know, get it on the, I think when this gets on the calendar, you know, as a yearly event, you know, it'll take just the second year of it. They say it takes three years to establish an event, you know, to put it in the, in concrete, like that it's, you know, it's the second last week in November every year or first week of December every year or whatever. Then people will know. <coughs> and, you know, people can prepare and share their talents for different things like MCs or, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I think, I, I mean, I just think it's it's such a leap forward from last year, just technology-wise. Um, uh, it's it's made it really streamlined. So that's that's been just made it so easy for people. I mean, even Tom, Tom, uh, Tom L, who's blind, was able to get on yesterday. And that was like, you know, that was amazing. Um, and Brenda mentioned, you know, trying to get somebody to put a sign for people who are deaf and reach out to people who have disabilities and stuff and who can't get out to meetings and things like that. Um, that kind of thing's really helpful as well. Um, so that's me. I think it was great. Really enjoyed it so far. So that it, thanks. Thank you, Carl. Yeah, I agree. It really was something special. Um, I'm curious to hear how it worked, how, how well it, 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 it streamed in. I mean, I guess, I guess the European countries um, all have decent internet, right? It's not like the ones that have issues are more out further in the east, I guess, no? I'm curious how, like, does anybody know? Which, I'm curious how it worked, like, in Iran or these places where their, where their connections are more are less stable. I wonder how it worked out in those in those areas. We we, we streamed our we streamed our meeting uh, last night off the phone, just tethering it off the phone. Um, mm. 
on like a 3G connection or whatever. So that worked very well. I was surprised how well it worked actually. Um, it doesn't look like bandwidth, but a picture and everything was amazing how well it worked. Um, that is interesting. Yeah, no problem. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, it was. Spain is pretty archaic with our internet. And I, I hooked up first just on the direct line, um, and then uh, it, it was pretty bad. But by going through the Zoom, uh, it seems to be. Uh, it started occasionally, but it, it's working pretty smoothly, pretty nicely. Yeah. The, the 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 downside of something like Zoom, really any web thing, is where if the speaker doesn't have a good internet, or if the speaker has a bad mic, or if the speaker has something wrong, it affects everyone. So you can have yeah. you know, like we had before with you know, Nicholas was his connection obviously wasn't very great where he was. And he would, every couple of minutes, it would get frozen for like a second or something. And if you're like mm. me, that's like really irritating. I'm just a little OCD that way. Um, so that's, that's kind of one of the downsides of this type of system, so to speak, which is not necessarily a major downside, but it's, it is just one part of it, I guess. But the early days of Skype were like that. You'd have a real starter, 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 bits, bits. Whereas now Skype is, is a pretty smooth connection. So this yeah. will probably improve with time too. No, but this is this is I, I think this, this this is the same quality as Skype, I believe, at least in that sense. Um, the type of issues that Nicholas, for example, was just having, he would have had with Skype too. It was just about yeah. his internet connection, and I think I may be wrong, but that's the way. That's what seems to me. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah with Nicholas, that was the case. All right, he had bad connection, and as you're saying that, I was wondering. You know, maybe there's things that we can explore so that in the future where people are going to be in situations like that and we want to have them on, you know, is there a better way they can go about setting themselves up? He might have been better off with some kind of dongle that would sort of give him a higher level of uh, access than just going off the thing in the press room in the Vatican. Um, but then, you know, there might be a cost involved with those things as well. So... Uh, <laughs> I'd have to sort of say it is. It was frustrating, and I was. What I was delighted about was the patience that people had in situations like that, where Nicholas, is, for instance, obviously there was there was parts of it that were losing, but you know people stayed with it, and um, I suppose it's because you know in many cases people have have been having to deal with with, with poor 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 connections, and and we're so we're so much in need of reaching uh, out and being in contact with one another. Uh, this has been, if we look at it from last year, with Jitsi, jump up here to, to this has been amazing. Um, and uh, it's been a really, really good experience. So uh, what is it? Small steps and just keep going. You know, we're going in the right direction, um, you know, to keep, to keep doing that. And just I, I, what I'm interested in, I mean, Carl was sort of saying, you know, this can become like sort of the, the, the you know, it becomes recognized each year. But to be honest, for me, that's, yeah, that's grand. That's grand. But it's shown us the capacity of the technology. And really what we need to be looking at is, besides that, having an annual event is, how can we use this on a much more regular basis? You know, um, you know I, I, I have a word there. I was, I, Nicholas came out with some word the other day, and I said, well, my new word is like psychobabble. Um, and I, they keep telling me it's psycho, not psycho. But I said, well, we're sure all crazy anyway. You know, 
We've got our psycho babble. And, and you know, we're all out here. We're all exchanging sort of stuff. We've got this great technology. And, and you know, we're going to use it, like, once a year, or we're just going to use it in meetings. I mean, we, you know, we should be seeing how can we use this so that people who are out there, I mean, we've got 75 people out in India. Now, India is a big, bloody place, and they're all over the place out there. You know, how can we get this technology working so that, you know, when they're checking in, because, you know, you're ringing into a, 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 a telephone meeting. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. I, and I know, like, when I'm dealing with sponsees, you know, I want to be able to see them. You know, as soon as, more as I see them, I know if they're sober or not. <laughs> you know? I don't have to wait for them to say anything. You just sort of see it like there's sort of some kind of something guarded about it. Gonna, like there's a bit of a cloud. It's like one of those cartoons, and they've got a cloud over their head, you know. It's just, it's, you know, it's just so much person, more personal and much, much clearer. So, you know, how can we take this on, use it in much ways? And I'm sure you've been discussing that. I, was, I had to um, sit in chair over in the other side. Um, so, so I missed the question here, but I've been looking to go back onto it. And I've been looking to sort of see, you know, have we proposed, is there going to be um, a tech committee which is going to stick with, stick with this? Um, and you know how how might that be might be developed? How do we ensure that we don't wait till next year, you know, to be coming back next year doing this? And uh, you know we'll be hoping that Bruno there and uh, the people who are with um, Seiko, I'll say it, don't I won't have myself condemned as being like incapable of pronouncing it, but but like that Seiko. How do we, how how do we how are we going to work on this? Is there a tech committee? Is there something that people who've been involved in this can get on? Uh, I did this last year, and I you know I chaired a thing, but and, and it was just this feeling like this is this is, you know, I, somebody said to me, you can't say it's radio or anything like that because you know we have to be anonymous and you know radio this thing, but we can look after our anonymity in this process, but we really have an incredible capacity with this to reach out to people. And on a regular basis, you know, on a regular basis to be checking in. And and I mentioned this at the start of your, your debate, you know, could we have, I know there's an account, I know Seiko has an account, but can we can we talk to Seiko about having an account which is available to be used once a month or whatever? I mean, they're doing it in Emer. In Emer, they've got a monthly talk that people can call into. Well, maybe we could start something like that. Maybe we could have, you know, the monthly talk on... Uh, on Zoom, and people can sort of check in, and we have a you know we have a speaker every so often, and then every so often during the year we could have you know the twelve step workshop, and we see we're, we're listening to Nicholas, and you know Nicholas has gone around the world taking the workshop, but you know he could do it here. He's done it with three hundred and fifty people in a meeting in in Iran. You could do it with two thousand people on this you know, in various different countries, and he's been always having to cram it into sort of sixteen hours because that's all people can get over a weekend. But, you know, this gives you option, opportunities that you could do, you know, you could do a bit more staged, a bit more like the sort of back to basics that they do in AA, you know, or sort of four weeks or whatever and sort of thing. So there's, there's a lot we can do and there's a lot we can do with workshops. And, you know, I, I love doing workshops myself, but, you know, and I know about like going down to the local group and working with the group and it's really good to get in close to that and whatever, but, uh, but it's still only a drop in the ocean. And, you know, I've been in, in AA, I was in AA in Peru, and I was at a meeting one time, and there was a guy who had come down river two days by boat to get to a meeting. You know, we can get to them direct, you know, because you get out into the jungle, <laughs> you get deep into the Amazon, 
And, you know, they know which tree you go to stand beside to get a good connection. Huh? And all the young people have got, uh, you know, they've, they've all got like sort of, sort of phones. And you get really surprised when you get into the middle of the jungle and you see they've got studs in their nose and they've got their hair spiked up because they're, they're getting access to technology. They can see what's going on outside. Well, you know, we can, we, we can get our message out wider too, you know, and make, make people less, less, less distant. But it's great, and it's great. And I really want to thank again, you know, Tsvi and uh, Daniel and anybody like, who's been involved with this technology. They've carried us for a couple of years on this thing. And, you know, I saw somebody saying, we do need a committee. of We need more people backing them up. And then training for people. We can use this system as well to train people. I want somebody to train me to do what Daniel's been doing, for instance. I don't think I'll ever get anywhere near doing what Steve's doing. But I like, you know, maybe I can do some more of that technical stuff in there so that when I'm working in this, I mean, if he's got a few things going, you know, I'm very, very interested in learning how to do that. So you can, so I can use it, you know, how I can use it nationally or, or, or regionally here. Um, so that we're not dependent on just a couple of people around the country. And that might be that might be one of the things, you know, originally it started off with the idea of the geek camp, you know, a place where the techies could get together. Well, you know, maybe we can sort of, you know, say now we've got people in who are interested, maybe we can get techies to sort of do some training for us through this process as well. Anyway, thanks for letting me come in and get that off my chest. Thanks for sharing. Um, so Daniel actually mentioned... Uh, he said he would be willing to have, you know, to keep the, you know, Zoom account open. His thought was we can have, you know, like a WhatsApp group, which is dedicated, you know, no sharing or anything, but it's just all about, you know, let him share, say it himself. Daniel, are you in B or in A? All right, whatever. I don't think he's available to talk. Um, but basically he was saying that, we can, uh, you know, he, he would. We can, ha- we can have a, a WhatsApp group, which is, you know, dedicated for people who want to have, a, you know, a pop-up video meeting, you know, a pop-up Zoom meeting, um, and then he would be willing to have an account, you know, a Zoom account, and there'd be a link essentially in the WhatsApp group. So anytime someone wants a pop-up meeting, they just go in there, you know, say, "Anyone else want to meet me? Here's the link. Boom, you're in." You know. Um, that's one side of it. Now you mentioned more about having, you know, monthly just to talk. It doesn't have to be a whole sim production, but just to talk. Um, you know, it always comes down to someone doing it, right? That's always what it comes down to. Who's actually doing it? So, uh, mm. you know, we need someone to actually do it. That's what it comes down to. We can't hear you, Brandon. Get on mute. In in this thing, and maybe Bruno can help this. You know, I was talking about that of having the follow-up to this. I, I, I believe there is a, you know, there'd be a, a post-meeting, meet, you know, whatever. But do we have a follow-up group that we, 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 we can say on this, um, you know, that uh, that would meet, you know, maybe sort of we'd give it, to, give it a week and then meet up and say, okay, you know, feedback on that. What do we want to do on this? Daniel's made a proposal about a Zoom thing. Um I'd definitely be prepared to like sort of get involved in, in doing something like that. And there's a few people who, who might want to come in with us on it. Um, so where, where would you make that suggestion? On the same WhatsApp group or Bruno, have you any ideas on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated to see how this is going to, you know, this is a, a marathon and we're going to pass off the baton. Uh, I know some of us are probably going to be involved with Sim next year, but 
I'm very curious as to what that next team is going to be. And, you know, with, with the, um, the organizational structure of Seiko now behind it. So you've got actual staff who can dedicate um, some time and, 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 and getting this going from, from, a, from, a, from the international office. So I, it'll, I don't know. It, it'll be really interesting to see how that, uh, what happened, what's the next stage, what's the next step in the process. Um, yeah, we'll see. Thank you, Bruno. I think Israel wants to say something. Go for it, Israel. Hi, and thank you for all of you, for all of you, Shas Mama, for all of you for this connection. And my name is Israel, and I'm a current sexaholic. And thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Uh, we have we have some part for Israel Skype meeting with Daniel. This was great. We're just uh, hosting all, all the big uh, good speakers and good people. And um, I also participate for a few Skype meetings in Russian, uh, and this, this business is going very nice there. And I just want, want to share that yesterday I was listening to Avi after my physical group, after my home group, <laughs> and, and I was sitting with, with my smartphone in the public place. You know, people see, seeing like I, like I look like, if I see, if I'm going with smartphone, they see, and they probably think that that some guy looking to watch pornography, and I was so happy that, that I was looking, watching recovery now. So it's my, you know, it's it's like, it's like circle is closed. You know, it's uh, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. And my, I have another idea for the future. Maybe we can connect one physical group to another physical group and to sit sitting together because. For example, for with the Iranian people, I can uh, only talk like by technology. There is no chance that people from my country are gonna meet them once, you know, for now, this one day at a time. So it's very, it's very dear for me. And uh, but we have to remember that 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 uh, that the internet connection don't change the physical group because physical group it's something that's really really good but but to add things and i have also uh season prison and uh in the in the some home uh prison prisoners i mean people that sitting in home and cannot go outside it's uh, really it's really 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 helps it's saving the lives so thank you daniel thank you all of you Thank you for giving the part, and I also thank thank me to participate, and thank God for all of this. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Israel. Mark, you want to say something? You're mute. Hold on, you're muted. All right, you're good now. Good, thanks. Yeah, I just um, in the meeting that I um, helped uh, chair this afternoon would. <clears throat> We're talking about what's going on here in Australia and and uh, over in, in in Singapore mainly, uh, which is the only part of Asia we covered. But there was um, a lady from India in in the group, and one of the things that really came out and just in line with what we're talking about here, maybe keeping the channel open or having a way to communicate. She had so many questions about the program. There's like you know, 1.3 billion people in India and no meetings, and um, she was just saying that. Um, 
you know, <clears throat> communicating with the central office. There were some challenges and um, and so, like, like, it just gives this extra way to connect, I guess. And so I, I think it's um, if there's a way to do it and Daniel can set it up, I just think that would be brilliant. Um, I'd really uh, I'd really support that. There were a number of things that came out too as of, you know, over the last 24 hours as we've gone through just ideas that I could use and incorporate in our, you know, in our home group and in our intergroup and on our national service board here. Um, so, you know, overall it's um, it's been a really, um, for me it's been like attending, you know, I've been to one international conferences and four national conferences and um, I've got to say, like in the last 12 hours or more or close to 21 hours that I've been participating, um, you know, I've got a lot of good ideas out of uh out of the shares and, 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 and the meetings. It's been fantastic. Thanks. Thank you, Mark. I, yeah, I agree. It really has been fantastic. 